consensual recording. We got to do that now? <laughs> consensual recording? Oh, man. All right. So you good on your end? Yeah, we I'm double, good. Quadruple check. Our recording. 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 Okay. If something's messed up, it's an act of God. <laughs> wasn't meant to happen, I guess, at that point. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen any of my podcasts before, but mm-hmm. all gloves are off. Like, you can say whatever you want to say, however you want to say it. And later, if you want me to edit something out, I'll chop it up for you. You know, we, we good here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Talk To Me, the podcast nobody asked for, but I'm giving it to your ass anyway. I'm your host, Antoine Richardson. And today, man, we got a special guest in the house today. Today, check him out. That's my man, Travis MCP, right there. All right, man. You've been on YouTube a long time. In fact, how long has it been since you've been a YouTuber? No, I mean, not that long. 2018. It's, I mean, it's a couple of, it goes fast though. That's a long time, man. That's, that's, that's <laughs> you're, you're a straight up veteran at this point. So since 2018 and you've had some pretty phenomenal growth from what I've seen, I'm, I'm a fan of your channel, like your work. And the, I think the thing about your channel is, and by the way, I'm going to talk about your channel a little bit, but mm. we're going to get into who Travis is, <laughs> but right. I just want to talk about that's this fine. YouTube channel. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the thing I like about your channel is personality because you're a tech YouTuber or tech tuber. Mm. Is that the term tech tuber? And a mm-hmm. lot of times in tech, we just don't get, you know, a lot of personality. We get numbers and, you know, kind yeah. of like that even kill kind of stuff. So that's what I liked about watching you is that you could put a smile on my face, you know? Yeah. So tell me uh, how you, how you came to be in that space with, you know, just letting your personality shine versus kind of just doing what everybody else was doing. Yeah. It's funny you say that because that's really, it's important for me for the content I do. It was a strategy at one point, but also being able to be genuinely who I am. But it's funny that you say that because I feel like there is some type of ceiling in tech. If you use too much personality, if you don't read more of the specs and numbers and give, um, I don't want to say anything that sounds insulting to any of my creator friends, things that are not as I believe as creative as some of the stuff that I do. And that might sound cocky, but I think it's true. I think it's demonstrably true. A lot of the creators that are having great success are either just reading off specs or, or speculating about specs in just kind of a, I don't know, just a normal way. And maybe that's what the viewership wants. And that's, that's up to every creator to kind of come up with what they feel comfortable doing versus what the crowd wants and then trying to find some type of medium spot. And when I was first coming up and I was doing a lot of headphone reviews, which is where, you know, I, I watched you before I even started YouTube. So I mean, I kind of, I liked your style and I liked that you were not trying to be that kind of super techie guy. And I think that's why I watched a lot of your stuff. And I was like, I think maybe I should do that too. Like when I do my stuff, let me just be more personality based. And um, that worked really well, but it seemed to work better in the headphone space than it does in the mobile space. I don't know if it's just that or if it's tech in general, but I don't know exactly where it is. But I think there's certain aspects of tech where, if you're too, too much, it, if you're making yourself more important than the product, which I think every creator should do, because then that's how you get people to come back, then they just don't, it, the growth doesn't seem to be there. It's really interesting. And I, it's a frustrating thing for me. Um, it definitely dominates my mindset a lot, but I fight against it because I believe in some of the stuff I'm doing. And I'm like, this is, no one else is doing a lot of the things that I'm doing. And I think it's, when I think of something that's like an interesting concept for something, I want to do it. And I, w- I know there's people out there that will enjoy it, whether or not YouTube's going to send it to the right people or, or the number of people that I would be happy with. I don't know. And a lot of times it doesn't, but what else am I going to do? I don't want to be making content that I'm not going to be happy with. So I started off this journey trying to, you know, have show my personality and, and, and do things in a different way and, you know, make people laugh, maybe entertain and educate people at the same time, but more so just to have, something fun to watch, man. You know, like, um, you know, for a while I was doing content that I wasn't real happy with because it was working. It's like, Oh, this works. Let me just do this. Put a little fun stuff in there too. But you know, this works. And then when it stopped working, it's like, well, what the hell am I going to do? I guess I'm just going to do stuff that I want to do and things that I think are entertaining to people and, um, we'll see what happens. So that's kind of where I am now in a way, man. That was a breath of fresh air. I'm glad you said everything you said that you articulated it very well because I was never able to, to articulate what you're feeling, which is exactly what I'm feeling mm-hmm. in those words. So thank you. I want to oh, thank you for that because I feel the exact same way. I feel like uh, I started out with headphones predominantly and you can you can interject or inject your personality in that and just go crazy and 
it's mm-hmm. music. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. music moves you and, you know, but when you get into things like phones, tablets or cameras, you know, things that are a little bit more specky and techie, mm-hmm. I think maybe you're right. Maybe the audience doesn't appreciate. I'm not going to say they don't like it, but they don't find the appreciation for as much personality as a guy like you or I may may put yeah. into it. I mean, there's guys out there right now. I'm again, I'm not going to name names that just throw B roll up and talk about things that may happen in a couple of months that are, you know, growing up or blowing up pretty fast Mm -hmm. and will probably surpass from a, you know, view per year perspective of someone like Flossie Carter, who I believe is one of the most entertaining and talented people in all of tech. It took him a long time to get to where he is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's ridiculous. I think it's, I mean, you look at like, like I found this YouTube channel the other day and it, it looks like it's maybe just something that TikTok people would like. It makes no sense. I watch like, they're all like a minute videos and, but they're not as interesting as some TikToks you find. They're just, it's just some kid who's just kind of doing something that isn't very entertaining and he's blowing up, like just blowing up. And I think Flossie Carter's out there doing incredibly entertaining stuff. He's got movies basically on his channel. And it took him a long time to get to where he is. And I'm like, that. there's something not right about that. Like he's inherently, and I'm going to say better in every single way than some of the stuff I've seen that blows up, which is frustrating to me to see. So I have I mean, to what we do? quick. It's, 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 you know, I guess shame on me, but I haven't seen a Flossie Carter video and it's at least two It's years. been a minute. It's been a minute to me too, because I've been, I've been doing my own stuff, but yeah. I, I mean, Floss isn't going to change who he is, right? So even if you've seen stuff from his two years ago, it's going to be the same, but that's a good thing. In other words, it's his personality. He's never trying. He, he does give the entertainment and the education at the same time, uh-huh. but he does it in a way that you're not going to see anyone else do. That's true. So, so it's the same format, though, where you're just looking yeah. at his hands and the product. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of crazy. I thought I think was missing something when you trend, said yeah. he had like movies or something. <laughs> it's the no, no. His movie, I mean, like his videos could be an hour. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> like his videos an hour. If you're looking at his hands for an hour, but you're still entertained yeah. to watch the whole damn thing. You need to bring yeah. some snacks, homie. <laughs> 100%. But 100%. yeah, man, I'm glad you threw that perspective out there because it is interesting to watch how this whole thing is unfolding and how it's unfolded for you and I. I mean, we like you said, we both kind of start in the same place. And then evolved into what we felt, you know, more comfortable with. But that's mm-hmm. kind of not what the balance of what the viewer wants versus what YouTube is actually willing to feed them. That's that's interesting. Right. So I know a lot of people don't understand the YouTube algorithm. We're right. always throwing that word out there, algorithm. And it is a hairy, nasty beast. And it will chew you up, <laughs> digest you, and then regurgitate you and hurt your feelings on top of that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I remember as a viewer when I would I would watch someone and they would say, oh, my videos aren't getting watched, whatever. And I would think, man, you got like however many subscribers. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Of course it's being seen. But it isn't. Like, that's the thing. Once you go through it, once you're on this side of it and you understand that you'll spend a tremendous amount of time, heart and effort on something and just know people are going to love it. You put it out and no one gets to watch it. And then you'll just throw something up randomly and it gets 20 times the views, Um, you know, or or, or you see something else on YouTube that's doing tremendously well. It makes you, it does a lot of things psychologically to you. It it makes you question yourself, makes you wonder if you're good enough. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like I'm certain these things are good, but they're not getting as many views. So maybe they're not, maybe I'm wrong. And that that's a mental mind freak that, it is hard to to balance your your emotional well-being with you know your creativity and again i understand as a viewer i used to think what the hell are they talking about these guys are freaking ridiculous it's ridiculous to think that but when you go through it it you know it like it is that's what it is i i know you know the youtube struggle but hmm. surely there was a struggle prior to youtube what did of you course. do prior to youtube and don't short me on this because I remember hearing, actually, I remember watching a video of yours where you were kind of transitioning into something and you mentioned that you had a podcast yeah. prior to YouTube. So tell yes. me about all of that. Tell me about that journey. So I had a couple of podcasts. This is uh, back before 2011. So, and, you know, this goes to show um, a lot of people will look at people's end result and think, oh, they just got there by doing a couple of things. Whereas there's a story behind that's that, that I, I love them, the, the, picture of the um, iceberg coming out of the water where you only see the very top, yeah. but everything that really happens. That's one of my favorite ones. Cause it's so true. I mean, same thing with you, man, like all the stuff you did prior to YouTube, um, you know, you were, I, can I call you an entrepreneur? Does that make sense to say that? I mean, 
sure in a way i'll take it <laughs> i mean does it, i know it might sound weird to say that but I, I feel like you kind of were like what you were doing was entrepreneurial so um prior to all that so what i was doing is i was doing a just a regular podcast with my with my best friend and my brother for a while uh -huh. um and somewhere in there i interviewed um <clears throat> we were both into my brother well my brother not so much but my best friend and i were into kind of ufc and stuff and uh you know i was thinking uh, it would be kind of interesting to get people onto the podcast like actually interview people because up all the way up until that point it was just us talking about what was going on in the world like it was nothing big we maybe had a hundred viewers or something at most or listeners at the time mm -hmm. this was like 2008 or something it's a long time ago so um and i was like well i don't know who i can get and i saw that um a guy at the time who was in the ufc named houston alexander who was a kind of a bad at the, at the moment mm -hmm. um had left his number so he was a radio dj at the same time as being in the ufc which was interesting wow. and had left his number somewhere so he just said people can call so i'm like let me try to call this guy so i went out to my front yard i called him <laughs> he answered the phone i'm like what the hell's going on here and i go hey can would you come on my podcast and he was like sure and like he didn't care i'm like okay cool so he came on the podcast and then me being the, minute, the smart guy minute. i am can i, just, I use i'm gonna wrap my head around this okay so you're watching ufc correct and you're commentating on it via a podcast and you see this guy who's kind of a badass and he leaves his yep. number out there. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of Mike Jones back in the day. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, Mike Jones. <laughs> and he had that high ass cell phone bill because <laughs> people would call him. <laughs> so you call this guy, you said, and he answers and you said, Hey, you going to be on a podcast? And he says, yeah, why not? And he's a radio DJ at the same time. He was already a radio DJ. So he's part-time radio DJ and then fighting in the UFC and then end up, you know, I think doing more full-time stuff, but yeah, I just called him. I'm like, okay, I, what do I have to lose, right? Carry on. So <laughs> he said he would do it. And then what I did was I used his name to get future guests on. Oh, I had this UFC guy on. Would you come on? And I kept doing that. I kept stacking people's names. Nice. And then I could use other people's names together. And it worked all the way up to MC Hammer. Like I got all the way up to MC Hammer. Wait, um, you I got, got Aerie Spears on your podcast. Yeah. Got MC Hammer on the podcast. Got uh, Aerie Spears, who's a, who is a comedian and also a TV show guy. I used yeah. to do all the. Um, yeah, got all those guys Get by stacking people's names um, and just kind of getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. So um, at, towards the end of that that podcast, um, which it you know, started to gain a little bit of traction, but again, this is like 2008 or so, so you know, a couple hundred views or whatever, a couple hundred downloads. Um, uh, I, was, you know, I was like, well, I kind of want to do more MMA stuff specifically. So there was this website I used to watch, and I reached out to them, and I said, hey, I, I kind of have – you know, experience doing a podcast. Now we've been doing it for like two years or something. I was like, would you like to do a podcast? This website, you know, did get a lot of views. And the owner was like, okay, sure. So then we started a podcast, which immediately was kickstarted because his channel was now promoting the podcast. So immediately we had several hundred uh, listeners right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I did that for about a year. And then I was like, I wouldn't, I need to take this to the next level. Cause I feel like I'm stagnant. I was interviewing all types of fighters. And at that point I had like everyone who was in the UFC, I was interviewing. Okay. Um, so from there, I'm like, I want to get to like a more legitimate, bigger website. So I had a friend who was a, um, who was a part of uh, MMA Weekly, which is one of the longest running websites for MMA in, in you know, in the world. Uh -huh. And I said, Hey, could, is there any chance I could do the podcast over there? And when they said yes, which they had a partnership with, um, I think it was USA Today or something. As soon as I got into there, boom, now I had thousands of listeners. So that was cool. Then, um, but I got kind of burned out at the end because I was constantly trying to get guests, which was a full-time job in and of itself. And I wasn't, I had a full-time job, like trying to get guests, recording it, editing, uploading, mm, yeah. and then do, going to work. And I, it was just too much. It would burn me out. Um, it's crazy because had I can that, so that was about in 2011 when I ended. The crazy thing about it is I ended with something like 5,000 listeners, which at this point you could have a very successful podcast for 5,000 listeners, but it's 2011. If I kept going, I wonder how many I would have now. Of course, right. it's one of those things, right? But I always thought I would come back to entertaining at some point. Um, I just took a lot longer than I thought I would, <laughs> I took like seven <laughs> years off. I thought it'd be like a year or six uh -huh. months, seven years later. Um, I'm like, okay, it's time. I kind of want to do, um, and I've told the story about Everyday Dad and watching his video and seeing, oh, you can get 10,000 subscribers in a year. That's crazy. And I was like, okay, let me do that. And then I decided on tech because I've always been into tech, but I was really buying a lot of different tech things yeah. during that period of time. And uh, in 2018, January, I started. And then Travis MCP. What's yep. up, player? You know what? I, I meant to do this when we first got started, man. I meant mm. to introduce you, and then <laughs> we was going to say right after this.
Oh, so <laughs> that's a whole other thing. So the right after this thing was a surprise. I've talked about this a little bit on my live streams, but I probably haven't done it in any kind of like interview or anything, any podcast or anything, where the right after this thing came from. Because the reality is I went into this whole thing knowing that I wanted a catchphrase, but it was always what up play is. Because there's something I had just been saying to my friends. I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, hey, what's up, play? I'd walk into a room, go, what up, play? Like something like that. Just yeah. something funny. I wanted that to be the thing. Mm -hmm. What ended up happening, because of course, you know, when you're doing anything like this, it's really the crowd that that picks everything for you, right? That's true. Yeah. It, it, you're like, I want this, but they want this, right? So I'm doing like, you know, what up, play is and get her, get anything in. And I would do the intro part, and I'm like, okay, I need to figure out a way to get into the video without it seeming like weird. Like I have to get my little intro song in, which was from my podcast, by the way. It was from my original podcast. Hey man, I want to tell you. Yeah. Uh, the hell with you for that song man i remember when i first heard it that shit yeah. stuck in my head for weeks it's a full song it's it from like, my original um <laughs> mma podcast yeah, yeah yeah right right i get so much i love that i just took out a couple of like a 10 second clip of it and, oh, and that's what it is and um i like i want to get from that part to the song back and then back in the video so how do i do how do i get people in there i'll just say oh well right after this so i happen to say it once um, after I can't remember, it was one of my very early videos and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I just did it again. And then I started pointing and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I didn't think anything of it. And then I started seeing it in comments right after this. Right? I'm like, what, what is that? Like, what, why is that a big deal? And then I even like made a poll on like year, like a year or so into it. I'm like, which is your favorite catchphrase? And I'm like, come on, what up players? Come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> Wasn't even close. So wow, now okay. there are, there are actual gifts on Facebook and Twitter. If you do the gift search and type in what after, right after this, it's me. Get the hell out of here, man. Yeah. I don't really understand who I'm talking to right now. I don't either. <laughs> you are yeah, way not. bigger than I already thought you were. No, not even. Man. Not even close, man. That's crazy. You know, that's the thing. I feel like no matter where you are, you always feel like you're something you're not. Uh -huh. Like, I feel like I'm super, still like a thousand subscribers or something. I, I really genuinely feel that way. I feel like I'm constantly trying to prove myself. I'm shocked whenever anyone knows who I am. Yeah. Dead shocked. And, um, it's, you know, it's humbling. Have you ever been in public eating, you know, mm -hmm. at the pizza place, wherever, and somebody just recognized you from YouTube? Yeah. Um, once in the Apple store, but I, I, I at that point, I, I think I was at like 50,000 square or something like that. And I remember going to the Apple store and I honestly, um, it wasn't even in my mind. I think when I first went into the store, went into the mall, I was like, it'd be funny if someone recognized me. And by the way, I never thought that before in my life, mm -hmm. walked into the mall. And then I, after that, I completely didn't think about it. I went into the mall, went into the Apple store and I heard someone say, Hey, Travis. And I turned around and I thought it was someone from my church. Honestly, I thought it was gonna be just someone from my church. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? And then this guy, big, tall guy, I have a picture of him, uh, on my uh, channel, uh, community tab. Big tall guy, taller than me, which is another thing. People don't realize how tall I am. How tall are you? Um a six one. Oh, damn. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm short. Tall. Yeah. He he walks up, he goes, Hi, you don't know who I am. And that's kind of intimidating. For someone who's tall to you walk and say, You don't know who I am. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying right hey, who's now. Whose wife? Whose wife is this? This is the end. This is the end. I didn't I didn't know who she was. I didn't know how old she was. <laughs> I was like, oh no. It's a bad thing that's about to happen. Yeah. Oh, I know you from YouTube. I go, oh. Oh, Hey, what's going on? Like, I'm all excited about that and stuff. That's cool. And, um, I go, okay, well, um, I, I <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do in the moment. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, do you want a picture? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. He goes, do you want to, can you take a picture? I'm like, yeah. I mean, why would I say no? Like, I don't know anything. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this is kind of surreal. Cool. And I'm looking around, hoping the people around the store are watching this, thinking I'm someone famous. No one noticed. <laughs> Um, and then, so then I leave and I'm all hyped up. I think that's cool. And then a couple months later, again, I, I, I'm back to being human Travis. I'm driving into the, um, during COVID when you would order something from Best Buy, mm -hmm. they were bringing it out to your car. They wouldn't even let you in Best Buy. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that. So <clears throat> I was up to the drive up, um, and I was going to return something. And, you know, one of the Best Buy guys with a mask came over and I said, yeah, I need to return this thing. He goes, Travis. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he goes, Oh, I know you from YouTube. I go, Oh, and you see that I'm returning something. That's great. <laughs> but I, again, I was in my mind and I'm like, you know me from YouTube. And so, yeah, it happens kind of, kind of rarely, I, you know, CES a couple of times, stuff like that, but yeah. it's fun. I enjoy, I enjoy meeting people who, you know, 
who watch the content. Uh, it just doesn't happen very often, especially lately with masks. It's like almost never. I'm kind of the mask thing, man. I'm all for it simply because yeah. I ain't got to comb my beard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I feel that. One I feel good that. thing. Actually, two good things have come from these dang masks. First of mm. all, my allergies, they're in check. You know what I'm saying? Nice. The pollen is on the mask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Nose. Second, sometimes I'm out in the streets and I ain't even got to have my beard comb. It's all nice. Right. Looking like I'm from the islands and stuff. Stuff is so, messed. Yeah. yeah, I feel that, man. <laughs> Got little spaghetti noodles in there like Captain Lou Albano. For y'all young cats out there, y'all don't know who Captain Lou is. You know? Wow. Captain <laughs> Lou is my dude, man, with the rubber bands and stuff, dude. I always Come thought on. it was like noodles, you know? Yeah, right? It did look <laughs> it like looked that. like noodles, bro. <laughs> oh, man. So the first time I ever got to talk to you yeah. was a real phone call. And this is actually the second time I've ever gotten to talk to you. But the very oh, first time, this is we've only talked twice. No and way. Like, I thought it was more than that. Dude, I'm dead serious. Well, we had a, such a great conversation that first time. Yeah. That's when you it was a long time ago, too. We were just in there just chatting, chopping it up. Yeah. You helped me. You walked me through some things, man. And this, you know, to the people who are hardcore viewers of mine, y'all going to start to notice a trend with this hoarding conversation I have with people because <laughs> I did one with tech, uh, technically T a few weeks back mm. and he was helping me process some hoarding things I got mm. but you were the first person told me just throw that shit away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm not good at that man you look if you look around here in my bag and you see all types of, I got three boxes of things right here hey what what yeah. is going on in there you got a full-on like arcade I'm seeing Mortal yeah. Kombat back there what what else you yep. got so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine arcade machines in here. Um, three of them are, uh, are six of, uh, eight of them are what are called three quarter scale. They're all yeah. by a company called Arcade One Up, and then one's um, called At Games. So I have, <clears throat> I you know, I grew up loving arcades, uh-huh. loving them. Grew up, and I even worked in one at one point. Um, I love video games, but I've always loved the arcade. And I remember, you know, one day you know, I was young. I was like, oh man, wouldn't it be cool to have some of these in the house, but of course the two and $3,000 and like, that's never going to happen. Plus they're big and they have CRTs, which you got to repair. Like that's never gonna happen. But then yeah. these companies started coming out with ones that are much smaller, not too expensive. I mean, when they first started coming out with the Pac-Mans, I remember they were 300 bucks. So it wasn't even that bad. Yeah. Um, and they're much more expensive now, but I, I wanted to, when I started getting them, I'm like, I actually want to complete that, that dream that I want an arcade. I've always yeah. wanted one. And of course I get it really set up right as no one can come over. Cause part of what I loved about the arcade was I met friends. It yes. was a really cool social place to go and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, of course there was competition too. You got to show that you, you demanded everything, but um, I got this so that I could have a lot of people come over and, and read, relive that stuff. And then COVID hit and it's like, well, I guess I'm playing these by my damn self. Hey man, I'm um, getting the vibe right yeah. now though. I'm getting the vibe. I'm going to put my, my two quarters up on that Mortal Kombat. You know, how you, you put it up on that screen. That's and right. We're going to just crowd around two people. That's how we That's did right. it. You know what I'm saying? You I love it, man. I love people. it. Thankfully, what they are doing with some of these newer ones is they're adding in the ability to play people online, which is really those nice. Machines? So, yes. You've got it. So be. the Marvel versus Capcom over there, like all the games on it, you can play online. Marvel versus Capcom, X-Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Street Fighter, like all those, you can play people online. They're coming out with a Mortal Kombat that come that does that same thing. So I'm going to get that. I'm going to sell this one and get the one you can play online against other people. That's My Killer sweet. Instinct that's back there online. You can play against other people. That is so, so at least you kind of get something out of it, right? You know, that's <clears> what <throat> I love about tech. Uh, tech moves mm-hmm. extremely fast. Like, I don't think pe- some people, like, you know, you and I, we appreciate tech and the speed yeah. of it, everything it has to offer. But there's people walking around here, just pick up a phone and just take everything for granted what you actually have in your hand. Tech is a phenomenal force it i mm-hmm. mean from the year of what 2000 i'd say 2008 to now if you think about that span of time it's a very short span of time but look mm-hmm. how far we have come as far as tech i mean we're we're communicating online like you know with the video chat like you and i right now but you're talking about playing fast moving fighting games online across the world not only just sitting in a, you know, sitting on your couch or whatever, but through these, you know, con- or what is that? A cabinet? Mm-hmm. Is that, is that? Yeah, these are all cabinets. And then okay. uh, this other one can hook up to PC, but you're exactly right. And I'll even take it a step back beyond that. I mean, we take the supercomputer that's in our pockets every day for granted. Yes. I mean, this thing you can do. Vi- I remember, I remember you, you try, listen, try to make a long distance call. It better be one or two minutes. It was like a dollar a minute and your mom's going to beat your butt with it. If you get Hell caught yeah. calling someone too long, 
I mean, oh. long distance at one point wasn't even long distance. Like I had, I lived <clears throat> one time in Pennsylvania. There was a guy, I lived on the farm at the time. There was a guy, the next field over, but because he was on like this kind of line was considered long distance, even though he was less than a mile away, you could actually see his house from our farm Yes, because okay. of the way the lines were cut. That was a long distance call, I which is insane. Remember that. That, that was yeah. insane. Oh man. There are people, by the way, there are people right now that have no idea what we're talking about. Long distance. They don't know what that means. I I know. I know. <laughs> right? I mean. I know. Damn. And, you know, some of those people even, you know, more in more recent times, they don't know what it's like not to be able to really talk to people until after seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Right. For sure. When the prices would go down. Yeah, I mean, forget man. about when you get when this, when pagers came out and you can only do a couple of texts per month for oh, a certain man. amount of money and. You know, and, and how many texts you can have in your data caps and yep. minute caps, like 60 minutes for a month was like a thing that they offered. I mean, Damn. I know it's hard to remember that stuff, but you'd buy a not a smartphone, a cell phone, because a yeah. smartphone didn't exist. It was and you get like, oh, I got my 100 minutes a month, son. I'm balling. What do you mean 100 <laughs> minutes a month? What do you mean? It's like not even two hours. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Good times. Hey, where, where do you live? I'm in Seattle. Seattle. Okay. So yeah. I'm in Houston, Texas, and I was born mm. and raised in Austin, which is about two hours from here. When I was in high school, you know, you get your little page on there and it's your girl's number and it had a 911 or something like that on there. What we would do is we had these pay phones that were just kind of like, you know, in the parking lot of a convenience oh store or something. By the way, can you please explain there. to people what a pay phone is? They <laughs> probably don't even know what that is either. I don't understand the struggle. <laughs> we used to drive up to the pay phone and my car did not have uh, automatic windows or the electric windows. I had to roll them suckers down. So in order to kind of cap a little bit, I would just roll it down real smooth. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then mm. I'll stick my hand out there and, you know, you grab the little handset and you, and I'm still in the car, by the way. Yeah. And I'll just sit mm -hmm. there and talk. <laughs> that's the move with the long thing. Yes. Yeah. That's the move. Did you have, did you have a wired phone in the house that had like a 50 foot cord that you could take all around the house? Oh, that was a must have. That mm. was a must have. Oh man. And you just, you know, you, Hold it up just like this, and as mm -hmm. you was walking through the house, so it wouldn't get caught up on nothing, you just kind of, <laughs> you know, roll that joker oh, up. Like this phone, man. Can you imagine what it would be like for the, some of the kids nowadays? And when I say kids, that's not even kids. Like you could have a twenty-year-old kid, and we are not they even kids would not know what we're talking about. Yeah, hell, my son is twenty-one, and that oh just makes God. me feel old saying it. So we talked about the beginning or the the pre-YouTube. We talked a little bit about the YouTube struggle and everything. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what is so? Currently, do you work? You work with or for VidIQ currently? Yeah, I'm actually uh, a YouTube coach, so Sweet. I do help other channels uh, grow their channels, which is kind of ironic. But yeah, yeah. no, nah, you know, I had a, a session with uh, a mutual friend, El Jefe, oh, my boy Jeff, Jeff. Mendez. Yeah, man, that's my dude right there. Um, I had a session with him. He helped me out really. He helped me out a lot. And he, you know what? The conversation I had with him, not only did he, you know, tell me where I was going wrong and everything, which a lot of it I already knew. But mm -hmm. it helped me just kind of, you know, having a, a third party besides me, what's in my yeah. head and him having that mm -hmm. third party helped me realize like, okay, I know what I'm doing is possibly damaging to my YouTube career or channel, but mm -hmm. I have to find that perfect balance in what makes me happy, you know? Yep. And that's where I just say my age old saying, not all money is good money. You know, if I'm, yeah. if I've gone crazy and lost myself by the end of it i'm sitting on a stack of money what good is it 100 percent yeah. agree i was just yeah i mean even even morning. i think it was december i was doing i think it was december when things just were like uh, okay things are just not going to go well let me just do stuff i want to do i was i was having much more fun with it i knew none of it would perform well but i was when i would upload it i was proud of it and yeah. i was happy with it at the end ain't that a great feeling man i, I know you've worked hard on some videos man i've yeah. seen them I, i've spent hmm Oh man, this is the most recent video I spent a ton of time on. It was my like favorite or best products of 2021 video. I spent like two and a half weeks on that video. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, bro. <Jeez. laughs> it was because it was like, I don't know, 11 or 12 products. And I just wanted to make it good, you know? Mm. And I ended up over time, you know, of course I'm putting out other videos in the process, but it took me about a span of two and a half weeks to get that thing out. And finally I said, okay, I need to finish this. Cause it's stretching out a little long. I threw <laughs> right, it up right. there. 
I don't know, it got like 300 views the first day. And I was like, you know what? It was, I learned a lot. I had to start, right. you know, reaching in, in the back. Say, okay, I learned something during the process, right. you know, making myself feel better. <laughs> I feel that, man. But, uh, hey, it is what it is. But I'm I'm still excited about the journey I'm on, though. And this, Yeah, the- I mean, it, it, you have to be. Because otherwise, you could, again, you could be successful. If you really wanted to, you could be successful, but then it'd just be another job. And then is that what you really want? It'd be a, be a terrible paying job is what it would be with no benefits. I've worked a job before. I've worked several jobs before. <laughs> and I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you, I didn't like none of them. Right. And when I remember, and this is something I had to learn for myself. I remember... Uh, I used to uh, work on motorcycles and I used to love doing uh, uh, customizations and stuff. And someone said, Hey man, you should open up a shop. You should do this stuff. You're really good at it. And I told them, and it's ironic that I told them uh, at the time I did, because I was running a fitness business. I told them if I started doing this for a living, it won't be fun anymore. Lo and Mm. behold, that fitness business, (laughs) it wasn't fun anymore because that was something that was enjoyable for me that I turned into a business. And when I saw YouTube becoming the same type of uh, entity, I was like, all right, well, this is what I want to do. Right. But uh, I got to find that perfect balance, man, because I don't want to stop doing YouTube. All right. This is where I I need you to break out your phone, man. You got your phone handy? I do. All right. Now. This is this is all gloves are coming off. I need you to open that phone up. Yeah. And I need to see what's on your YouTube feed. And don't be trying to clear your all cookies. Right. <laughs> I want to see what's on it. All right. Oh, here's that dude that I found the other day, which is like I was just talking about. I was like, I don't understand why his channel's blowing up because I looked at it yesterday. This guy named ADE. What is he doing? Uh well, right now he's just sitting in a car, says playing boogie with the hoodie until I'm uncomfortable. And it's like 30 seconds, and he's okay. just sitting there, not really doing anything. Uh, and then huh. it's in one hour, it's got 3000 views. I'm so, like, and I, I saw that that's a widescreen. Yeah. It's not a short or anything. It's, I don't get it. Yeah. So but that's you know not what? Someone does, like from TikTok. It that's... feels like YouTube is trolling me when I see these. <laughs> like, look what you could have, but you can't have it because you're not a young right? kid who's doing things that you don't understand because you're too old. Oh man. But you um, know- next is a uh, P dubs arcade loft, which is one of the many, uh, YouTube channels I watch now that does the like retro arcade and retro video game channels. So okay. I do a lot of that now. Next up is a tutorial about Killer Instinct, which is no surprise because after I got my Killer Instinct, I want to do that again. Uh-huh. A review for Killer Instinct, another video for another retro video game thing, the Samsung Galaxy Unpacked. Um, so the release yeah. of the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra from yesterday. And then, and I don't know why this is here because it's kind of gross. This is awesome. Cavities being removed in high 4K def. I would knew never. It. I knew it. <laughs> would never watch that. I have no idea why that's there. You lie. You lie. I've you never lie. watched anything you. like that. Oh man, everybody's got something weird in their feed. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I don't know if you live with anyone or not, or you've been somebody's been on your IP address or whatever. But I'm not. I'm okay. I have watched ASMR before. You sure. know, just go to yep. sleep. I, I found it. It was like two in the morning. I couldn't sleep scrolling YouTube and they just start showing it. It's like, they know, you know, yeah. it's two in the morning. Let's get his guy yeah. some, some people eating cookies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's how I, I got into it. I guess you would say, but my wife, she's on a whole, whole nother level of this. It's not really ASMR for her. She doesn't even use the volume. She just, she does it. I know she's ashamed of herself. So she'll turn down the volume and mm-hmm. she'll just sit there on the side, on her side of the bed, and she'll just be like really into the phone. And I'm like, what you doing? And then I'll slap the phone like that. Yep. <laughs> and then there's this guy cleaning out uh, a horse hoof or. Ugh, oh, it's like a, a satisfying thing. For yeah. Her. She's, she's not listening to it. She's just watching it. Watching and, you know, it. That's people like cutting open cyst and just. Oh no. Yeah. It's it, coming out. That's a, sa- that's a satisfying thing. There, there are like cool looking satisfying things like cutting something perfectly, like a slice of cheese or something. Like I get that. But some people like that other stuff. My I wife, she's on a whole nother level of this. Yeah, I, I married that woman. And, you know, I think <laughs> I don't even know if she was like that before I married her or not. I, you know, there's a lot of red flags you get. when you. you <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> that that should have been a red flag. <laughs> the stuff that you ignore and you're like, ah, I didn't really see it. Like, that's yeah. not what happened. And now, you know, 12, 10, 12 years into the relationship, you're like, damn, that was there the whole time. That was there the <laughs> I whole I should have walked away. <laughs> oh, yeah, clickbaited. But it's 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 in everybody's feed, man. And I, I I brought that up because 
I don't watch this stuff, but all of a sudden I start seeing these videos and it's like, okay, I don't watch this stuff. They must've heard me talking about it or it's because it's on the same IP address and they figure I might want some hoof cleaning too. I don't you know. know what I think this, this specific one is, is related to because it's just off of it. But I, if I think it through, it kind of makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been watching a lot of um, highlights of Jackass, the movie, because I wanted to go see the new movie Okay, and they do a lot of crazy things like pulling your teeth out and stuff. So I'm wondering if uh. maybe it's related tangentially to that or something. It's a reach, but it's possible. It is. But I can see people who like to see people get kicked in the nuts a bunch of times, probably watching that same video. So there you go. It's probably the same thing. Hey, speaking of movies, man, I knew that. So the Batman, it just seems like it just popped out of nowhere. I remember like a year Mm -hmm. or two ago, I remember hearing all the, you know, raving about, Robert, is it Pattinson? Patterson Pattinson or something? Pat- yeah, Pattinson, I Robert think. Patting- Let's call him Paddington. No, that's Patty. not right. That's not right. Robert Patterson, I think it is, uh, being Batman. And it just didn't mm. seem right in my head. And then right. I saw this guy. I was watching the Olympics last night, and I see the Batman. All of a sudden, it just popped out of nowhere. I mean, mm-hmm. what you think about this new Batman? So I saw the trailer yesterday when I went to go see the Jackass movie. Um, I'm, all, I'm of the mindset that the Christian Bale trilogy is all I need. Batman. I don't need anything else. Amen to that. Um, so will this be good? I, I wish what they would do with it is they wouldn't because what they, they do the same thing with Spider-Man too is they'll rewind every time they do the movies. They rewind back to the beginning. Rewind back to the beginning. We already know the beginning stuff. Mm-hmm. Put me f- further into the story. I, I wish in this particular instance that instead of <clears throat> pretending that this is the same person that we've seen previously that this is a son or this is some guy that He's like, you've got to take over because I'm too old. Like, yeah. I wish it would be that. That way I could get past that because uh, because very recently with the the Boba Fett uh, thing, mm-hmm. if you watch any of that, the problem for me with that series is I had a preconceived notion of who that character was supposed to be. And when they showed it in this show, he was not that guy. And I could not get over that. Mm-hmm. Watching the time, I was distracted by the fact this guy was butter soft. And he wasn't in the initial Star Wars movies. He looked like a badass. You didn't want to mess with him. And this dude looked like he couldn't stand up to two inches of of, 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 a small person pushing him over. It was ridiculous. (laughs) So I I am worried that we might see something similar, at least for me. It might not happen for him. Other people might be able to release that sort of thing. But I have Christian Bale Batman in my head. Same here. That's my Batman. And I like that phrase now. That's my Batman. That's that is my Batman too. But I will say, I think it's just it's just a sacred space in my heart. But Mm. uh, Adam West and uh, Mm. uh, Michael Keaton are like Batman for me. But when I think about the awesomeness, you know, it is definitely Christian Bale. But uh, this new Batman, this Robert Patterson, I I guess they do it because it's a new director and they want to set their own. You know, they want to do their own thing. They yeah. don't want you associating, you know, the old Batman with the new one because it's my new Batman. I, mm. I understand that that piece of it. But uh, what I saw of the commercial, this Batman looks pretty damn disturbed. Like he looks he like a troubled young 20 something year old. Well, in watching the trailer, same thing. Um, okay. <clears throat> I don't know if the trailer I saw is any different than what you saw. I agree with that. Um, and I also agree with it. Like maybe they're trying to reestablish who this you know character is to the newer generation or whatever. But I ask you a very simple question. If they came out with a new series of Iron Man, would you ever be able to get over that? And knowing that Robert Downey Jr. was the definitive Iron Man, oh, like, could you rewatch an Iron Man series with someone who wasn't Robert Downey Jr.? Man, that's, that's a profound, oh man, I can't, I couldn't. I couldn't either. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would be too too distracted. They yeah. just, for me, that character's done. It was yeah. great. It was an incredible ride. Don't need any more. Yeah. But you know they're going to do it. Well, funny you say that. So um, I remember coming out of a theater with my friend many a year ago. The movie was called Fast and Furious. It was the very first one ever. <laughs> and I came out of that movie and I said, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. The only way they will ruin it is by making more. And here we are many years later. I literally said that as we left the theater, there was no indication there would ever be another movie. The movie it was a very much a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. I said, the only thing they're going to do ruin that is to make, and they just, and I don't know that it's ruined. It's just, they're in space and stuff now. And they're just, the rock is all over the place. Like what the hell, what happened? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to defend the series a little bit or the, what do you call it? Is it a series? 
whatever. Well, they're supposed to do 10 of them. By the way, I, and to be clear, I haven't seen the last two. I need to still see those last two. Yeah. But yeah, you can call it a series, I think. I'm going to defend them a little bit because right. one was awesome or amazing. Yes. It gets a lot of accolades for me. Yeah. Too, was it Too Fast, Too Furious? Was that the one with Tyrese in it? Yeah, I think so. It's one of, yeah, and then Tokyo Drift, I think, was after that. Okay. It was too fast I don't know the order because I know they kind of you know flipped. Yeah, they kind of got weird there without been in all. But them. the one with Tyrese in it is my absolute favorite. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it was Miami. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was just my favorite one. And then I think, what, Too Fast? No, the Tokyo one, ah, Tokyo take it Drift. or leave it. Yeah. And then the one after that I think was really great. Everything after that, it was like, all right, it's another Fast Furious movie. And I think once we got to Fast Five, is I haven't seen anything past Five, Fast Five, mm. I think. Or I saw Fast Five was good. Where Paul Walker died and he rides yeah. off and they split. What is that, Fast yeah. Seven? Uh, I think it was Seven. Okay, so I've seen all the so. way up to Seven. I actually forced my son to watch him. <laughs> 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 I wanted to catch him up. But uh, I haven't seen anything after that. And uh, But you're right. I was like, damn. Seeing that first one, you think, huh. That was a great movie. It was a good ride. Right. Number two, awesome. Number three. And they usually don't make more than like three. Once you get to yeah. four and five, you start thinking about like, Rocky. You know what I mean? You're trying to cash in too much at that yeah. point. And so I don't even, you said they're in space now. I haven't even seen that. I I, uh, I can't even. And and then they have spinoffs. You know, The Rock had a spinoff, which was, I guess, okay. I, I did not watch that. Or whatever. That was a lot of yeah. drama with that. Yeah. And yeah. And then The Rock and Diesel don't like each other now. And it's just, it's just weird at this point. It's, uh, it's you a think really that's like, kind of like a, almost like a, a wrestling thing. You think it's no, like a fake beef? No, I've read more into it. I don't think it is at all. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But the payoff for stuff like that typically is, you know, The Rock coming back to the movie. And he's not. He's like, nope. Oh, never again. Thanks. You're, and then they start like calling each other names and stuff. I'm like, no, I don't think that's what that is at all because it doesn't get the money. If it got the money, yeah. If it doesn't, nah. Let's talk about Mr. Dwayne Johnson, particularly right. in those movies. I don't think he added, like him, I don't think he added any value past that first one he was in. What do you think? I love The Rock. I would watch anything he does, but I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I love the guy too. I had to unfollow him on Twitter or, uh, Instagram because I got tired of seeing that damn tequila. <laughs> it was too much tequila, man. And I like yeah. tequila. I don't like that tequila. But right, right. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he had any value past that that first one he was in. Just, you know, handsome guy with yeah, some it, muscles. It was weird. And you know, the thing is they flip flop like who the bad guys are in this and yeah. I don't know. Like, again, I think it's because they're trying to do more with it than they need to. So here's another show that um, <clears throat> I think actually did pretty decent comparatively. So, okay. So we definitely have to talk about the latest matrix, but before we get into that, I haven't seen um, it. Okay. You haven't seen it. You got to wow. see it, man, because I, you need, I think you would have, the thing is, is that there's a very deep discussion about that movie because okay. it's divisive, but it's as divisive as some of the other movies were. I liked all three of the first ones. Did you see all three of the first ones? Okay. I liked all three of them for different reasons. I enjoyed them all for what they were. This one, <clears throat> I, I, after I was done watching it and I was like, meh, and almost disappointed, I started thinking, did I miss something? Do I need to watch it again? Because there were a couple of those movies that you have to watch a second time to even know really what's going on because it's happening so fast. People are speaking, you know, so I still feel like I need to do that, which I haven't done yet, but I came away with that completely different than the other ones. Having said that, um, which, other, which was the other thing I was just going to tell, talk about? Uh, not Matrix. But, oh, Dexter. So I don't know if you ever saw the show Dexter. The show? No. I, yeah. I tried to get into it, but got distracted. So great show. First season was amazing, much like the show Heroes. If you ever saw that, first season Heroes was incredible. Dexter had a really interesting situation. So it was really good, and then it started to fall off the rails a couple of seasons in. Mm -hmm. And the last season, um, the last season that, that happened... Uh, everyone, unlike a lot of shows, they knew it was the last season. So they knew they had to wrap it up. They wrapped it up in a way that was very unsatisfactory to the vast majority of people who, who watched it. And the interesting thing is, because I remember this very distinctly. So the last episode aired so much outcry on Twitter and YouTube and everywhere. They're like, this was just terrible. It was already getting bad, but it, got, it ended really dumb. Mm -hmm. The very next week was the season finale, the series finale of Breaking Bad which absolutely killed it, destroyed. It was so good, so well done. Yeah. So you saw this one thing where you had the series, which was fairly beloved and just ended like a fart in church. And then you get this other one, which was like a masterpiece in every kind of conceivable way. So they brought it back. 
um, just like last year, end of last year, to kind of t tell more of the story after the, the finale of the last one. And I actually thought it was okay. I, I actually kind of liked it. Um, but I saw people before I started watching it say, oh, it's not good as man, whatever. And I'm like, this is where people, this is where social media can ruin things for you. This is why I never look at trailers or reviews of things that I already know I'm going to watch. If I know I'm going to go watch it, I'm not going to watch a review. I don't want to watch any trailers. I want to be surprised by everything. Unless you go into something with some preconceived notions, which can ruin your experience, like things are not as bad as most people say nine times out of 10. Never. They never are. You know, I learned that lesson in the early 2000s with the movie Anchorman. Anchorman got the worst, like, bunch of tomatoes or mm -hmm. not, a, not a lot of tomatoes. I don't know how they rate, but it bombed as far as the critics would say. Um, but that is one of my all-time favorite movies. <laughs> Same. Have you seen the, the the other version of it that's, like, completely alternatively cut, like, with completely different – it's completely different. Uh-uh. They did it. They made a the second cut of the movie that has like all different cuts and it's just as funny. I love I Will Ferrell and I love that movie. I could watch that movie. There's a couple of movies, man. I could just watch on a loop. Anchorman yep. is definitely one of them. Bad Santa is the first one. Oh, hmm. Bad Santa. And it's not even necessarily the whole movie. If you just take the scenes with John Ritter, Bernie Mac, you know, when mm. they were in the office and just put those mm. on a loop. <laughs> Anything with Bernie, man. Yeah, man. I miss that guy. God. Totally. You know, I when we talk about somebody like Bernie, though, and you mentioned social media, you mm. think about people like that who kind of passed on or did pass on. I wonder where Bernie Mac would be today because mm. everyone would be canceled. Yeah, man, <laughs> everybody is. Who, man? I don't want to be famous. I've said too much shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've said 100%. way too much shit to be famous. Somebody's gonna cancel me. You want to talk about Rogan? Yeah, I mean, I think he's an interesting guy. Um, he actually follows me on Twitter from when I used to do MMA, my MMA podcast. Cool. Um, I used to watch, um, uh, what was it, Fear Factor, way back in the day when he was first on it. Um, and then, you know, he was an announcer for the UFC for a long time, so I've been familiar with, with uh, him and his podcast since he very first started it when he was mostly just interviewing MMA fighters. Yeah. And I always found him to be really intelligent, but more than that, really like – thoughtful and trying to figure things out and looking at things at another perspective. And then 2020 happened and we're not even 2020, 2016 to 2020 happened. And we started to learn things about people that really twisted my wig. There are people that I learned things in my own personal life um, about that. I was like, Oh, if I had known this about you before, I probably wouldn't be friends with you. Like people's yeah. truths started coming out. Yeah. And He's an interesting dude. I want to take him at face value for his apology mm -hmm. because I would want to be taken at face value if I had to apologize for something like that. And I've not always said the, the right perfect things. And I know a lot of the people say that. And some people are just dismissing it based on other things he's said, mm -hmm. which may be valid, may be a good point. But again, people who live in glass houses, you know what I mean? Like, let's see your DMs. Let's see your oh, text seriously. messages. Let's see, let's see them all, right? Yeah. Um, but I have to take him at his word right now saying that, you know, he wants to, because because it lines up with what I already thought about him, which is that he's like a truth seeker, even if I don't believe his truth. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I may not agree with what he thinks and believes, but I believe in his journey to try to figure it out. Yeah. So for that, I think he's interesting. Um, I saw some people saying, <laughs> which I don't agree with, you shouldn't apologize for anything. So then I immediately think about Dave Chappelle, who I think is one of the most brilliant, incredible comedians to come out since like Eddie Murphy. Like he's in my mind on that level. Um, but he says things that people will only think and not say out loud. And he said he would, his last couple of specials, if he did those 10 years ago, wouldn't have been a problem. <clears throat> things have changed. So people are quick to try to cancel people for saying things that they probably also think, which is kind of interesting. And then they start trying to cancel each other. People start trying to cancel each other just because they didn't agree with what they thought. So yeah. I, it's a shame because I think there's a message being missed across both Chappelle and Rogan. That is that we, at the end of the day are too wrapped up in things that shouldn't matter. And the things that do matter, you know what I've noticed about like social media, especially exactly. people will be quick to try to knock you down for doing something positive, but will have no problem spreading negative news. 
and let me try to be clear about what I'm saying there. So when I've seen people tweet, oh, I've like, I I, I messaged one at one time. I did like, I sent a picture um, like uh, on my community tab like a year ago. I was in a mall and this homeless guy uh, came up to me and asked for money. And I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I was getting some food. And I go, well, I don't, I don't really have any cash. I don't keep cash, but I'll grab, I'll, you know, I'll grab you something to eat, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the right thing to do. So we sat down and I talked to him and I got to kind of learn his story a little bit. And I just took a picture of him and I said, you know, this is something that I did, not to pump me up because I don't care about that, but to show that like you can be kind to people, right? Just that, and to inspire others because I myself have been inspired. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting how many people jumped on, but you know, he's, you know, look at that and. You have why you don't have if you're going to do these things you don't have to tell people about it. I'm like bro you don't know how much I do and no to I 90% of the kindness I do no one on social media will ever know because I've done it in quiet I don't do it for that reason I do it because I think it's the right thing to do but every once in a while I do want to inspire the people to do it because I have been inspired by seeing that yeah. that's why I'm doing it because I was inspired <clears throat> and so many people will jump on that but if you go look at this terrible article about how all these people died in Malaysia or something like that. No one's trying to cancel you for that. No one's trying to say, why do you always spread negativity? No, they don't. They never do. It's always like, if you do something nice for someone else or something else, someone always jumps up and tries to knock you down. So you don't do it again. Yeah. Why, why are we this way? And, it, I don't and know. when I say we, it is us because right. certain behaviors we all don't exhibit, but collectively we exhibit yeah. all behaviors. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty disgusting how we can be as humans. Um, because I've thought about that. What you just described was something it's, you know, it as you're posting it, as you're doing it and even thinking about it, you think about it like, man, who's going to roast me for this or whatever. Yes. But you got inspired to do that by seeing someone post it. So, and that's why you decided to post it, but you know, there's that, there's that, that horde of, of mm-hmm. the trolls. They're, they're out there and they're ready for you. And uh, they, you know, they're just going to say what they say. Oh man. Why are we this way? <laughs> why are we this way i don't know I, you know what i know you got to get out of here man but i, I do want to say something to to kind of extend my point a little bit i mm-hmm. think it's just because we are still even though it's been around let's say what is my space now let's do facebook facebook came around what 2008 9 10 mm, i don't even know okay so about that long right mm-hmm. even though it's been here that long i still don't think we're ready for social media mm. we just don't know how to handle it it's like giving I a know. You know, given a you know person who's been poor all their lives millions of dollars, you know, yep. they end up broke. That's how we've been acting with social media. We just don't know how to do it just yet. And I know it's it's it sounds weird because we've had it since about two thousand eight or nine. But yeah, man, we all know what we're doing. <laughs> it's very much the same way with a lot of um, professional athletes mm-hmm. who get caught up in things. You would think, well, how did you're like a millionaire? How are you getting caught up in this? Because they grew up poor and they didn't they weren't brought up in it. They're learning as they go. There you go. And that's what we're doing with this whole social media thing, man. That's what I'm doing with this podcast. (laughs) I just learned it as I grow. But, man, I know you are a super busy guy. I definitely want to have you back on here because there's so much more we need to talk about. Of course. But I appreciate the time you gave me. And, uh, hey. Where's, 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 where are we going? Oh, right here. There, there are we going right there. Okay. Before this one turns off <laughs> right here. All right, man. This has been Travis MCP hanging out with me today on the talk show called Talk to Me. The podcast nobody asked for, but I gave it to you anyway. I knew you'd like it, man. All right, man. We'll see you when we see you.